welcome to episode 17 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about Regulation 16, Receiving and Acting on Complaints. The CQC look at this as part of the responsive key line of inquiry. The intention of this regulation is to make sure that people can make a complaint about their care and treatment. To meet this regulation, providers must have an effective and accessible system for identifying, receiving, handling and responding to complaints from people using the service or those who act on behalf of them. CQC expect you to investigate all complaints thoroughly and that you take any necessary action where failures have been identified. You also have to remember that CQC can request a summary of complaints. They can actually prosecute for a breach of this part of the regulation and it comes under 16.3. So if they ask you for a summary of the complaints that you've had, they want them within 28 days. And if you don't, they'll prosecute you without serving a warning notice. So it's important to remember that. So what are seekers looking for? They want you to make sure that any complaint received is investigated, that it is necessary, and that you take the proportionate action in response to any failures that have been identified. They're expecting you to have established and operating an effective and accessible system for identifying, receiving, recording, handling the complaint. What CQC want you to make sure is that people are able to make a complaint to any member of staff and it can be either verbally or in writing. All staff must know how to respond when they receive a complaint. And unless the complaint is anonymous, you have to acknowledge the complaint, whether that's in writing or verbally, but you should always make a note of it. You also must not discriminate or victimise a complainant and it shouldn't affect a person's treatment. And you should take appropriate action without delay in response to any failures identified by a complaint or the investigation of that complaint. You also have to make sure that you've got information available to a complainant about how to take action if they're not satisfied with how you provide, um, manage or respond to their complaint. The provider should also have a system of uh, knowing and explaining when complaints should be escalated and to whom. If a complainant isn't satisfied with how you've handled a complaint, you should be telling them who they can go to outside, external bodies, but you also have to make sure that you cooperate with any independent review process. It's in your interest to do so. The second point I'd like to make is that you must have information and guidance on how to complain and it should be in an accessible format as well. If possible, you should have it available in appropriate languages and formats to meet the needs of the people that use your service. So if you have a lot of people come into your service who speak a different language, whose first language isn't English, and they ask you for it in a different format or a different language, you should see if you can do so. You also have to tell people how to complain 
and you should offer them support and provide the level of support needed to help them make the complaint. This could be through advocates or interpreter services or any other support that is identified or requested. Also, if a complainant doesn't want to be identified, then you still have to follow your complaints process as far as you can. CQC are looking for providers to have effective systems in place to make sure that all complaints are investigated without delay. This should include a review to establish the level of investigation and immediate action that is required. And if you have to refer to any appropriate authorities for investigation, for instance, you know, if something happens as a complaint, you may need to have go to safeguarding teams, for instance. Or if something happens, you may need to report to RIDOR or the MHRA. You have to make sure that appropriate investigations are carried out to identify what might have caused the complaint and the actions required to prevent similar complaints. When the complainant does identify themselves, they should be investigating and responding to them and where relevant to their family and carers without delay. Providers should also be monitoring complaints over time, looking for trends and areas of risk that may be addressed. Staff and others who are involved in the assessment and investigation of complaints need to have the right level of knowledge and skill to undertake that. And obviously they need to understand the complaints process and they should be knowledgeable about current related guidance. You also have to make sure that you don't compromise consent and confidentiality during the complaints process. You also have to make sure that you communicate with the complainant so they know what's happening with the investigation. Obviously, you should be maintaining a record of all complaints, outcomes and actions taken in response to the complaint. Where no action is taken, then the reasons for not taking action should also be recorded. When you're dealing with complaints, you also have to bear in mind Regulation 20, which is duty of candour and this fact of complaints about care and treatment that have resulted in a notifiable safety incident. CQC, when they do ask you for a summary of the complaints, the 28-day period starts the day after the request is received. So it's not from the day they send it to you, but the day you receive it. So make sure you keep a log of when you received it from the CQC. You also should know that if complainants aren't satisfied with the way you've dealt with the complaint, then there are two different bodies they can go to for further investigation. If it's a healthcare-related complaint, they can go to the Parliamentary and Healthcare Ombudsman. If it's a council social care complaint, they go to the local government and social care ombudsman, the LGO. And again, uh, if you go on their website, it gives you information about um, how to make complaints and that. So it's a good idea if, if you do find people aren't satisfied with your, um, the way you've dealt with the complaint, then actually help them and support them to complain to the body because that shows you're an organisation that's willing to learn from when things go wrong. And on each website, it gives you indications of, uh, especially the LGO, how to make a complaint. And all that's really important because when you get the independent bodies looking at your complaint, it can go in your favour or it can't, but you will learn lessons from it. So it's important 
that you're supportive about it. Now, what I say to people is that in your complaints policy, either of these should be mentioned, depending on what kind of service you provide. You should also remember that the CQC don't actually handle complaints. So if somebody does send a complaint to CQC, they do actually pass it to these two bodies. So what do you need to do? You need to make sure that you have a smooth process for people to make a complaint. And also you should see a complaint as a way to help you make improvements in your processes, which could highlight areas of poor training or poor processes. So see them as a learning experience rather than a negative. You will not always get things right. We as humans do make errors. You may have equipment malfunction. It's how you handle the complaint that makes a difference. I certainly know from my experience when I've made complaints in a restaurant or for goods purchase, it's how I was dealt with, with respect and dignity and listened to and the way the complaint was dealt with that made me feel good, that I'd been listened to and also hopefully it helped them to improve their processes. So that's really important and again you should be making sure you're you're looking at trends of complaints coming in. If you see a trend, what are you going to do about it? What controls are you going to put in place? What risk assessments are you going to do? All these things are important. So a complaint should be seen as a way for you to improve things and see it as a lessons learned exercise and use it for reflection as well. So many times I see investigations, I see this action was taken, but I don't see exactly what the learning was. And then the learning should be uh, given out to the wider audience. So everybody learns from it, not just the people at the top. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.